All right, here we go. The next episode of the musings of Dirtbag Duke. Sitting here this evening, taking in a little playoff hockey, so I thought I'd uh, record an episode here, which is kind of unusual, so we'll see how it goes. Typically, I'm cranking those out in the morning or midday, so we'll see how the um, how the evening episode pans out. Several, on several different occasions, I've made references to human trafficking and all those things that are associated, you know, with it, whether it be sex trafficking or whatnot, and just, you know, the, the importance of it and um, what it means um, to be aware, to make people aware, to be aware, and to, you know, fight this however, whenever we can. To the best of our abilities. However that may be. So I found this uh, on Twitter, and um, I believe this was last week. Uh, oh, Thursday. So this either happened um, Wednesday or Thursday. Um, but anyway, nonetheless, so this is from Colin Rugg, R-U-G-G, at Colin Rugg. Breaking HHS whistleblower Tara Lee Rodas testified that the U.S. government is working as the middleman in a massive child trafficking operation. The ki- And then it... You know, we are not offering, this is quotation, I'm sorry, uh, quote, we are not offering the children the American dream, but instead putting them in modern-day slavery with wicked overlords, end quote. And then quotation again, the United States government has become the middleman in a large-scale multi-billion dollar child trafficking operation that is run by bad actors seeking to profit off the lives of children. So here we have a whistleblower within the HHS um, that's what the Health and Human Services saying that there is a child trafficking taking place. Now, the southern border is a disaster, and for whatever reason, this partially could be a part of it, that the government has decided they do not want to regulate or restrict people crossing the border. So therefore, there's a lot of this nefarious activity going on with, you know, trafficking and crossing the border. And so it's just becoming... And well, I mean, it has been for the last few years, um, you know, the, a major disaster area. And so instead of doing the right thing and, and trying to control it, um, trying to discourage it, trying to stop it, you know, uh, many have. Uh, 
just looked the other way and allowed the open, basically open border there. The problem is then you have all these people crossing the border that, um, for what, you know, don't have uh, family, don't have any connections, don't have any money. Um, many of them um, themselves are being, um, having to pay, and so they're being, you know, cro- trafficked across the border. And so it just, be, you know, it just becomes this ginormous mess. Well, now this, this, um, Whistleblower saying, "Well, now the government's involved somehow with this program with kids, and there's kids that are missing, and um, no accountability or anything going, you know, to towards them. So you have this whole whole mess going on, and and all these serious consequences for the, the simple idea that we're just going to leave the border open and let whoever cross because we feel like it's going to benefit us politically. And that's, um, that's definitely, you know, shameful and wrong. Um, but now to throw in this, this mess of the kids and saying that they're, these kids are being trafficked, it's, it's vile. It's, it's terrible. So there needs to be a light shown upon this that, and that, um, the truth comes out because this is this is not good no way shape or form this is good we can't allow this continue to go on it has to be stop the border has to be controlled it is the best best scenario to control it to, to restrict illegal crossings and then look at ways to get people to cross legally so we'll see where this goes, where this ends up, where it winds up. And hopefully there'll be other people coming forward and, and shines a light on this nonsense. And we get to the truth. So for me, these last few weeks, I guess, more or less, have been... Spent, I think, more times in hotel rooms than in my own bed. And this one of the necessary evils, I guess, of where my career is at, at this time. And so I guess you have to embrace it for what it's worth. And it's been educational. I've learned a lot, and it's been good. But uh, nonetheless, it takes a toll on the on an old man. And, you know, it's easy... For people when to get tired, to get stressed out, and to when things go sideways, and um, I witnessed kind of an interesting encounter at a um, car rental place where um, an, a, an an older gentleman like myself, older than me actually, to be truthful. Um, kind of fl- you know flipped his driver's license at the at the person behind the counter helping him out, and they kind of like whoa, you know, like hey, what happened? You know, what's going on here? And he's like, oh, he goes like, did I do something to offend you? And he's like, no, I'm just I'm just tired. And it's like, I get that, but just because we're tired and just because we're having a bad day or a bad experience doesn't mean that we should be able to take that out on others. 
And so I was really impressed by the way that the car rental person responded to this uh, individual and, and really just said, hey, you know, I can understand that. And, you know, we're shorthanded today. I'm, you know, I normally don't work behind the counter, but I'm helping out and, you know, and so finally he got it diffused and, and the rest of the conversation was pleasant. But many times that we, we take out our frustrations and our, our anger and our, um, well, I guess that's it. You know, frustration and anger is on other people because, you know, because they're close, close by us in proximity. You know, here's a person trying to help this individual out, get them a rental car so they can get on their way. And he's, even though he's having a, you know, a rough go at it, he's worn out like the, but most people are. 90% of people travel probably are tired. It's not easy, especially us old timers. But it doesn't mean that we, you know, can be a jerk to people, not be nice. Uh, even though we want to yell, yell at them to get off the lawn and take, you know, whatever. Um, if somebody's helping us out, we definitely can't do that. We have to be nice, considerate, put aside our feelings at the time that are not being honest with ourselves and, and relax. So I thought I'd just share that with you as some part of my travel stories. And then another thing is if you've ever spent any time in a hotel, you'll know more times than not, many of them have a Gideon Bible in them. And that's a long story about the Gideons, and but they're a group that um, distribute Bibles, um, hotels, um, hospitals. Um, I, I think they do some college campus things. But uh, anyway, they're just known for to hand out either pocket Bibles or these hotel ones or whatever. And they'll say, you know, on the outside, I'm say Gideon. So um, I had the opportunity a few weeks ago when I was in the hotel. I had um, some spare time. So I was just kind of looking around. I found the Gideon Bible. And it's interesting when I opened it up. Um, when you read the inside cover and it says, are you alone? depressed, addicted, stressed, cheated, experienced, experiencing conflict or temptation, considering suicide, or curious? Are you needing hope, peace, joy, comfort, purpose, forgiveness, God, question mark, read on. <clears throat> and then you find another page in there. It says, enjoy reading the Bible, God's Word. The Bible deals with every experience in life. It gives advice and help, comfort and hope, instruction and warning, correction and direction, prediction and promises. The Bible has been placed through the Gideon Card Bible Program as a tribute in memory of a friend or loved one to recognize a special occasion in someone's life as a way to say, I'm praying for you. If you need help understanding the Bible or if you have a personal problem concerning your relationship with God, Gideon's are available to help. Consult the local delivery directory directory or thegideons.org. So yeah, I forgot about that. The Gideons had typically relied on donations. So you can give a donation um, and then, you know, play, put a card in there or whatever and with somebody's name or, or you know, tribute of or... Memory of so, and that's one of the things that they really heavily rely on is 
um, donations and, and, you know, to purchase this Bible. So it was interesting that, it, and I've, I've been around them, um, been associated with them before, um, but never had read that inside part of it or don't remember reading the inside part of it, which may be the case because, you know, I have an old-timer uh, memory. Sometimes you forget about those things, but it's interesting that not just the, the and this Gideon Bible is not anything any different than any other um, any Bible that's the you know God's word, right? It's just a Bible that is placed by these group of people um, who who are the Gideons, and I won't go into all the details on them. You have to look it up sometime if you're interested. But the idea of the Bible, the Holy Scriptures, God's word. It's true. It, it is an answer to all those issues. And many times, many times when we feel alone, if someone feels alone, if you feel depressed, if you feel discouraged, if you're going through a trying time, pick up the Bible. There's, there's Bibles that are... Um, you know, online you can order. You can get one through your phone as an app. Um, you can go, you know, purchase them. They're just they're available to you. Get it. Download the app. Go buy one. Order one online. It's 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 key to our it's key to your life to know God to know who He is. And the answers to those life issues and how he can help us. It is important. So if you've never picked one up, I encourage you to do that. Or, you know, get the app, or pick one up, order a Bible, open it up, the Holy Scriptures, and read it. And read it. Well, that's all I have this week, this episode. I hope you're doing well. I didn't mention that earlier. I apologize. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're staying safe. Staying healthy out there. And until next time.